0: Welcome, welcome to Podcasts and Color, the podcast. I'm Barry, lover of podcasts. This is season two, episode five, and the episode is under an hour. I'm back, baby. <laughs> um, I've been sick, maybe a sinuses. I don't know. I just hope he goes away soon. Yesterday, I missed the original time for Podcast Bitch Day, but thank you to all who came out at the original time and came out later when I rescheduled it so I could retweet your podcast. One was sent in from Cairo, Egypt, and it was a really good listen with short episodes by producer Kim Fox. And I didn't want to ruin the name, so that's why I just didn't say it, but I will link it in the episode notes. I really loved hearing the stories from women about driving and traffic and the rules that they have to live by. It was just great hearing different experiences from women in Egypt. Also, a podcast called Unfolding Words, and I'll breathe a tweet sent in for podcast pitch day because after I read it I was like this is genius of <laughs> a podcast idea. Unfolding Words is a weekly podcast featuring Bible study plus truth and encouragement all in under 15 minutes. Listen and subscribe at unfoldingwords.com backslash podcast and it drops every Monday. And I'll link of course that tweet in the podcast in the episode notes. Share with somebody, you know, this daily devotionals or that kind of thing might be the podcast they're looking for that's short and sweet, but encouraging to the things that they need. I'm adding podcasts to podcastincolor.com this week. The next time might be fall, but probably will be winter. Podcastincolor.com. Let your friends know who have podcasts or your family, or if you haven't submitted podcastandcolor.com there's a submit button in the menu also there's a form on the site for updating your podcast information descriptions links what category you're in Um, I do those when I'm finished adding the podcast so have something to update head over there so it's ready when I open that excel sheet because I live out of excel sheets (laughs) Pods and color is for sharing and promoting podcasts. And pod in is for attacking posts to let us know you're listening or listen to a podcast. Not wanting listens. I do appreciate you using both hashtags. So if you were using it right now, you might say pod in, hashtag pods and color pod. And I'm loving Barry's podcast. Come find out about more podcasts, you know, sharing from your app because that's easy, or even a screenshot to let people know what graphic to look for, because that's usually why I do a screenshot so you can see what you might search in an app and what the graphic is going to look like. This past week, I listened to a few podcasts, but not as many as usual because I was busy with a lot of live stuff. One that stuck out was Gay Side Stories. The podcast had John and Jackie on, fellow podcasters, to talk about podcasting and give advice. I loved it. It was long, but like it could have been longer. They could have discussed so many more things. And I'm kind of sad they didn't call me to call in on a few other things because I had answers. And if I had the time, I would re-edit that podcast and just input my answers like I was in the room. I do stuff like that. I don't release it, but weird like that like i'm there you know we're all there together i really love this tidbit from the gay size stories episode on podcasting
1: <laughs> so my first don't is do not copy another show's format to the letter like Hello. that's just trash and tacky mm-hmm. like mm. it could be multiple podcasts that talk about pop culture i mean mm-hmm. y'all can do it differently you don't have to take the format of another show like and and be be cognizant of that kind of stuff. Right. And I'm saying that as a listener mm-hmm. right. because yeah. I'm used to my established podcasts like the Read. So if I hear another show that's like we're gonna do listener letters, I'm expecting it to be presented differently. I'm not expecting you to do the same thing that the Read does. Not saying that you can't do it, but if you're doing exactly what they're doing, then I can just listen to them. Mm-hmm. And, and it could even be the order. Like If you do it the same order as another podcast It's going to come off as a little stale Mm
2: -hmm. No matter
1: how engaging No matter how Entertaining it is It it just comes across as a little stale Because it's the same order So if I say I'm going to do pop culture I'm going to do a listener letter, and then we're going to have, like, some general Mm. at the end. That's the general format of a lot of podcasts. So if I'm going to do that, I might switch it up and be like, you know what? We're going to start with the listener letters. Uh I know some shit in that Gmail inbox. We're going to start with that. We're going to kick it off proper, and then we'll get into the other. You know what I mean? Um. Just be, be cognizant of that kind of stuff, how it comes across to the listener.
0: I've listened to a lot of episodes with advice on podcasting. A moment from Phoebe of the Receipts podcast. Well, she used to be one of the hosts of the Receipts podcast when she was on Black Ticulate giving advice on podcasting and hashtags.
2: The one thing I will say that I think has really contributed to the success of the Receipts podcast that people don't really think about is hashtags. That's what we use on Twitter. We don't even have a uh, Twitter account. Right all of us have our individual twitter accounts and then we use the hashtag to speak about the podcast and i think that really works because you don't have to at anyone if you want to talk about the podcast you just write your tweet and then you put the hashtag in and then everyone can see it so i think you know i listen to a lot of different podcasts and i often see people speaking about the podcast but i can't find those conversations because they're written at the handle instead of having a hashtag that everyone can go in and everyone is used to going to and tweeting about because if you introduce a hashtag like halfway through people are used to adding you so they'll just continue to do it so no one has ever been able to add any receipts handle because we don't have one
0: i could do clips of podcasts giving podcast advice this whole episode. <laughs> I'll link the rest. And I'll also link the episode of me on Talk It, Talk it Texture podcast, talking about podcasting and giving tips. And um, I did put an audiogram on my Instagram account, Instagram backslash podcasts in color. If you want to see a clip before checking out the entire episode, you know, I'm on there giving podcasting tips. So why wouldn't you listen? Mostly podcast tip giving feels never ending. So I have been writing more things up and, you know, we'll see where that goes. Maybe we need a podcast tip day or something, um, somewhere to share the things that everybody has learned along the way and will want other people to know. I don't even know what we could do that. But like the best thing is, you know, taking what other people know and remixing it for yourself. To me, that's the best recipe. I'm the first to tell you I don't know everything and I'm just willing to try things, listen to others and see what works to me there's different versions everyone has of what a successful podcast is and it's good to ask someone that you're going to get consulting or advice from that question to see where they would be coming from before you take the advice because depending on what their level of success is that might not be what your level of success is so you all are having two different conversations I'll link to a, a few other podcast episodes giving tips on podcasting just in case you are looking for those. So look in the episode notes. It should be in your podcast app. And if it's not, it, it is on podcastandcolor.com backslash podcast. Today I have Vanessa from Singling Podcast, and here is our talk. Where can people
3: find you online? Uh, my name is Vanessa Valerio, and you can find me on We Are Singling. App We Are Singling and you spell single in s i n g l <laughs> e l i n g good distinction because when you're searching it you have to search the right thing well also because every time that i say single in people always write single in without the e and it's like the word single l i n g mm
0: get it together know what I'm saying so where are you most active at like are you most active on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or are you active on social media at all
3: I'm active as much as I can be on Instagram most of all because when when I have new episodes I post um, now I started to post illustrations that a friend of mine is doing based on the episode Mm -hmm. which is very cool so you can see that
0: on Instagram Okay. I'll have to look at that. I don't know that. What is a podcast? If you're describing it for someone else or, you know, you're like, somebody's like, oh, you do a podcast? What is a podcast? I have to tell that to my Dominican
3: friends almost daily and to my father. I've been doing my podcast for almost, uh, like, it's been two and a half years, and every time I tell my father about my podcast, I have to. It's like a radio show, but you can listen to it whenever you want. It's radio on demand.
0: What podcast app do you
3: use? Now, well, I used to listen to a lot of podcasts when I lived in New York through just the iTunes app. But um, now that I listen to podcasts more on, when I'm in the office, I just listen to the podcast page or I listen through Stitcher.
0: Okay. You like Stitcher? I don't know. I find like people either like them or they don't like as far as Stitcher. Well,
3: it's funny because I only use Stitcher through the computer. I don't use it on the phone. If I use it on, if I'm listening to a podcast, I usually listen through the iTunes app. Or I also, sometimes I open this app called Spoke. Yes, um, I've heard of them. I've, it's very new. Yeah, but I have opened it a few times, and because it gives me like random podcasts that I don't listen
0: to usually. Yes, it does different clips, um, and mm-hmm. from the beginning they've made sure to include PLC podcasts, which I've liked. You know, it's like a whole yeah. thing of telling people PLC podcasts exist, and you you know, starting and saying we know all podcasts exist. You know, yeah. <laughs> so yes, I um, I've heard of Spoke Audio. Yeah. Oh, thanks so you've liked their app like what made you use the app you well i
3: actually i just learned from the app the app because i did a show in new york last year Mm -hmm. and someone from that app was in the show and they emailed me and told me like hey we're starting this app you should check it out we would like to include your podcast there and that's how i learned about that Mm. that
0: app so a way to get featured too that somebody knew about you kind of yeah, cool <laughs> exactly
3: i'm like i'm, I'm really i'm i am like i am really i i do not know if i can say this word but oh, i'm it. a whore for singling <laughs> like i would sell my soul for singling
0: i love that's how you feel about it oh yeah um what podcast give me a few podcasts that you're subscribed to right now um other men need help we were mm-hmm. talking about it le-
3: uh, before i listen to that one a lot because i love marbagan and uh I love This American Life and my favorite podcast, it's Criminal because it's just... It, I love storytelling and I love um, finding out about stories from many years back and even current stories that are... It's it's just a really good journalism. And um, what else do I like? Uh, family Ghosts. I like that a lot because it's... It's just very entertaining. Have you listened to that podcast?
0: I've listened before. There's um, a guest I had on here before, Verilyn. She used to work on the podcast um, when Slate and Panoply? Panoply, yeah. yeah. we're together, um, kind of. She worked on that podcast for a while. Um,
3: the producer and host, Sam Digman. Uh, I know him from New York. He's a really good storyteller. And uh, I just really like the way he produced that podcast, too. And... um, and it's also, I like his podcast and also Mark Pagan's because they're like relatable. You, all the stories that you listen, that, that you listen on those podcasts, you feel that you have some of those stuff in your family or you know that someone is going through that. I
0: love that about podcasts. Um, let's see. So is that kind of what made you get into live shows like his show, like doing that type of? like recording at the live show and putting it out later and things like that? Um, Well, I... Or what made you get into podcasts? Well, into podcasting,
3: it's just my podcast is about love and dating stories. And my own stories got me into this podcast. I was going through way too many uh, disappointments in my love life. And now I'm 36. Back then, I was like 33, 32, 31, my early 30s. And I thought that, you know, I was crushing it. I had a good career. I have many friends. I was living in New York, which is what I've always wanted in my life. But back home in the Dominican Republic, all of my friends were like, my friends are even on their second marriages now. (laughs) They're getting it in. (laughs) And every time I talk to my grandmother, which I talk once a a week. She's always. She was always like, "I, mamita, tan solita, so alone." And I'm like, "I'm not alone." So <laughs> I, I wanted to be okay with the fact that, in fact, I was alone in the romantic department. But it was getting to me. So I really wanted to find a husband, and I made that like my second job. I was going on so many dates, and it was. A very disappointing time in my life that I started to question myself: Is there something wrong with me? Why cannot find? Why I can't find a boyfriend? What and city were you in when you were doing all this? New York. New York. Okay. And uh, I, I was just going through all these crazy emotions, and I started asking different people, single people, like, "What's your? How are you experimenting this dating?" Life Mm -hmm. and they were going through many similar things that I was going through, and I'm like, okay, maybe it's not me, (laughs) maybe it's just them, or maybe it's just you know the time that we're living in all these freaking dating apps.
0: Everybody has something going on, yeah,
3: and also there are too many options, I think. Um, and and also, I started asking people that have been in long relationships for a long time you know like serious relationships that have been married or how did you meet your husband or wife and and all of these stories were making me hopeful so I'm like huh you know I, I was listening to a lot of a lot to this American life at the time and I like the type of journalism and storytelling that they do so I'm like oh, maybe I can put together all these stories that I've listened into a type of similar this American life okay so I've always wanted to like mimic this American life in a way that's why I have a theme and I try to develop that theme with different stories but based on the same thing you know um like let's say uh, last month episode was for Mother's Day and I had different stories from different moms, a single mother trying to date, single mothers that don't care about dating anymore. A mother that is trying to balance her romantic relationship with her husband and while trying to take care of a kid that is sick. You know, it's just looking at one theme in different ways.
0: I did like how you did that episode. I did listen to that episode. thank (laughs) you. Thank you. And, like, you know, the different stories. Because everybody can have, well, not everybody, but people can tell a love story. Or, like, you know, the best things about something and make it end and seem pretty. But all of the stories kind of gave, you know, a human view of, like this is life (laughs) like I'm just out here yeah I'm just trying to be you know out here (laughs) and I like that um and the thing that you were saying about your mom like to introduce the episode to kind of say like we all have how we feel about this and how moms will feel about us but you know we're here so I liked it yeah so thank you for listening and thank you for liking that Mm -hmm. um
3: so yeah all of the episodes are kind of like that and this American Life was kind of my introduction to podcasting. So in a way, it's always in the back of my head. I want to see, you know how they have like different acts. Mm-hmm. That's how I see the different views of the same thing.
0: Hmm. Okay, I like that. So, when you started your podcast, like what was your goal as for success or anything like that? Like, what did you see as something like, oh, when that happens, I'll feel like my podcast is, you know, doing well or like people really like it at that point? Well, I,
3: when I started, I really didn't know what's going to happen. I just honestly, one day I was at the airport for the whole day just waiting to get a flight to go see my family in Miami and it got delayed and canceled and delayed and canceled and I spent the whole day at the airport just in my mind just went crazy and was like maybe I should record all these stories maybe I should start this podcast and when I came back to New York from my trip I started it like I didn't even think about it too much I just started it and I really didn't have like a goal or what was going to happen I just loved doing it and I continued doing it and then when I started getting emails from people that I didn't know Mm -hmm. asking me um, questions related on love and dating and dating apps I was like okay I've done my work here (laughs) it really makes me very happy. It was not my intention to become like some sort of love guru. I'm not that by any means, but I love that people see me and relate to me and ask me about their lives because of my experiences.
0: Oh, and for the Mother's Day episode, I also like that you included your friend um, that wasn't from here, that didn't speak English, and you kind of translated, you know, the story. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's kind, of, you know, like a cool way to still tell a different story and put the audio in the background. So I did like how you played with that, um, Thank you. and you know, telling that story, just giving everybody a voice, um, but letting other people, you know, into a different world that we might or a story we might not have yeah, heard.
3: Yeah, because I do think. That, again, that's another relatable story. A lot of people go through that. And in my culture, in the Latin culture, people don't talk about it because you're so for people that haven't listened to this episode, my friend that lives in Chile, she has been married for, I think, five years. And in my culture, I'm from the Dominican Republic, but the Latin culture in general you're you're a woman, you're made to be a wife and a mother. And if you are not successful in one of those categories, you're seeing like maybe you're a failure. And she has been married, she and her husband are very happy, but they can't have babies and they have been struggling for that with that. And they have been trying and trying and trying. And she talks about her experience going through that and now how she has just, I mean, I guess, um, come to term with it. And they're just a happy couple. And that's the story of a lot of people. I feel yeah. like,
0: you know, right now we're in the middle, at, at least for Twitter, I've seen a lot of pushback lately on um people not asking people like don't ask people why they're not having kids like you know you have to build those boundaries I feel like with every generation we have to build boundaries from you know things that weren't there so like hey I know that used to be done and people like said things like that because of different reasons but we don't have those reasons anymore so you have to watch the words you're saying because there's probably a reason behind that like yeah. someone who wants kids and you know they do and they don't have them there's a reason and maybe if they want to talk about that they would bring it up. But it's not because they're waiting for you to ask. You know? Exactly. please just. <laughs> like, why? Uh, and I, just I like, hate when
3: people ask me. Um uh, first in my country it's always like this. First, I why are you not dating someone? Why do you don't have a boyfriend? Why then you get the boyfriend? Why are you not married? Then you get married, you have one kid, but when is the second kid coming? Like it's always something. Just don't ask. People
0: have their private lives. Maybe they don't want to have kids. Maybe they they don't they can't. Like my friend, you know. Maybe that's not the dream. Maybe it is the dream. But like, leave it alone. If yeah. it happens, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's one of those things. I don't know. It's gonna have to change as far as how we talk about it with women and expect women to answer like, "What?" <laughs> that's so funny. Um, so for your podcast, um, when you were in D.C., because you moved here from D.C. right I- or New York. Uh, Well, from the Dominican Republic, I moved to
3: Spain. From Spain, I moved to DC. From DC, I moved to New York. And from New York,
0: I'm here now in Denver. Okay. And the live shows you've done, they've been in DC and New York or just DC? I've done live shows in D.C., okay. in
3: New York, mm-hmm. in Philadelphia. Oh, okay, I'm doing a live show in Denver in September. I'm oh, doing yay. a live show in Los Angeles in September. Ooh,
0: fancy! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Out here.
3: I'm expanding now <laughs> that I'm on the West Coast.
0: That's good. I think that people will take to the format, Um, you know, kind of how the East Coast does. It almost seems like it's easier for people to hold events on the East Coast. And I'm happy that, like, you're going to do some things outside. So what made you start doing live events? Like, you know, you started the podcast and you're like, maybe, and I'll do it. And so what made you say, you know what, I could probably, you know, get some people to come out if I did this. So in New York, I did storytelling, like the moth.
3: Mm -hmm. And I used to go and perform in different shows. So i always dreamt i was always dreaming about having my own live show, but it was very scary i didn 't know how to start it i It was like i don 't know what even to do i don't i don't even know how to start so when I did the podcast for i wanted to do a party for the anniversary show, but in new york it's kind of expensive to have a party
2: mm-hmm.
3: I wanted to be like i i, I will provide uh, your beverage and food, and and I wanted it to be free for everyone. But I was really not making money with a podcast. I it was something that I did for fun, just because it's it was uh, satisfying for me. But so I, I started looking for a venue to do a show, and my friend Mar Pagan, who hosts other men need help, suggested that I contacted the Crane Theater. And the guy was like, of course we want to host your show. Come. And I sat down with him, and I told him what my podcast was about. And I wanted to maybe do a live uh, event. And I wanted it to be a party, but this was a theater, so it couldn't be a party. So I'm like, okay, I'll do a show. And I didn't want people to – I had to pay the venue, Mm -hmm. so I had to charge for people to come. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want people – in New York, there's so many – Good shows that are free or even very cheap, mm-hmm. but I really needed to charge more than ten dollars because I needed to pay the venue. So I decided that I was going to do this event, and the money that I raised was I was going to donate it to Planned Parenthood because it's a an organization that I believe in, and and I'm a woman. I you know you felt it. I it, it's in me. So so I found out that if maybe I raise money for a cause. Like people would also want mm. to support that cause. Mm-hmm. And I and I'm like, "Okay, let's see how how it goes." And it was a f- full house. It was a sold-out show. And I'm like, "Oh, I was so nervous that day. I had 3 gin and tonics before starting the show." <laughs> that sounds like me entering any event, but like <laughs> <laughs> But uh when I started talking, it was just it went very smooth and I loved doing it and it was a lot of preparation because I looked for sponsors and, and I had, I wanted like really good storytellers, really good stories. It took a lot to put together, but it was a success and I'm like, maybe I can do this again and that's how I did the DC show because I used to live in DC and it, it would, it's like, home also to me so it was good to be back home with a full house at a really cool venue and mm. and then I was like oh maybe I can keep doing this and I brought it to Philly and then I kept uh, doing shows in New York I don't do them like monthly or anything like that because I want it always to be special so I do a few events a year
0: okay I like that that you keep it special and you know when you're coming and an event it's gonna be good and every
3: and, and also, not only I wanted it to be um, special in a way that it's not uh, repetitive, but every time my shows are different because I want to give a voice to people that not necessarily have it. I want, you know, on the movies, for example, that we see on TV, most of the movies, the romantic comedies are like, two very pretty white women looking for love you know (laughs) everyone looks for love every color every nationality every gender and non-gender you know everyone needs love so I want to give a voice to everyone
0: I've listened to a couple of the different live shows and um, your live shows from your show. And I do feel like that's what it brings. Like none of them are like the same. Like it feels like, you know, you're like, oh, okay, I got to do an event. I can invite the same people. Well, you know, they've already got whatever it is. Um, Everybody kind of brought their own stories or, you know, something different. Like the energy was different each time. Um, Like, you know, so they brought that. So I do like that you cultivate that. Energy Thank you. In your thing. Um, I've listened to a few different episodes because you came to. We met um, because you came to a meetup. Um, I think that it was I had in, here in Denver yeah, in March, maybe in March. Yeah. So um, that was the first time. Thank you for coming. Uh-huh. I'm somebody thank you that for will doing this. <laughs> will reach out and say, hey, I heard you're in Denver, so you know I'm having a meetup. you know feel free to come. Um, but like not everybody comes, but I feel like it just brings a different thing to meet up with other people and know that they listen to podcasts like you do or make podcasts like you do. So thank you for coming. And then from there I would listen to um, one of everybody's podcasts that was there because we did it at the Denver Public Library. So there was a couple of people there. Um, for that meetup that had podcast. And so I started listening to yours and it was just so funny. Like, you know, the different stories, which to me is like dating stories are always going to be kind of funny, but it felt like people were almost telling the story. So the story would be told, not necessarily that they were telling it, hoping like thousands would laugh or something like that, but more, let me tell you what happened. Like
3: you know, like, it's just, I- like real life <laughs> stuff when dating, it's just crazy. It can
0: literally, everything can happen. Everything and anything. Everything and anything. So when you started the podcast, you were single, but now you are not single. So in being in a relationship and having this podcast, did it ever like affect it? Like, was it ever like, is that episode about me? Or like, <laughs> you know, are you talking about me on that podcast at all or anything like that? Well, um, mm-hmm. I tried not to. And even when
3: when I was dating and, and I dated different guys while I was recording the, the podcast when I was in New York... I try not to talk about them and I and every time it was always like oh are you going to talk about me on one of your shows and I'm like well not if you behave well <laughs> <laughs> and and I think my boyfriend is very close to a saint so I the only episode that really really i i did because of him it's a long distance relationship stories Mm -hmm. because we were in a long distance relationship for a year and a half so so yeah no but um honestly i think that i will start to to talk about us because you know it's just so funny i've fought so much in my life to have a Functional relationship, a, a happy relationship life. And no one really tells you that. The real life, like everyday life with your partner,
0: it's not, re- it's not really like... It's not the end or I, like, you know, it's not the happily ever after of no, like, oh, we're I good mean, forever now. I mean, <laughs> living
3: with someone, it's tough. <laughs> I, I, I mean, like in little things bother each of us like it's i mean we love each other and i moved here to be with him but it's not easy so and and i there's think there's next
0: stages like. <laughs> yeah
3: I, I think that we need to talk about those things hmm, that sounds interesting
0: so hmm,
3: see how- I, I on the live show that i did in dc last month i did say that yeah it's awesome but it's really not a fairy tale <laughs> <laughs> like it has its advantages
0: but it's disadvantages also
3: <laughs> and i and and i told the audience and my boyfriend doesn't like very much that i say this but he wakes up at 5:30 every freaking day it's it's saturday he's up at 5:30 and uh he tells me in directly in my ear babe do you want coffee
0: <laughs> yeah in 2 hours <laughs> or 3 when the day has been gone a like, little bit, like, let me get into this a little
3: bit. <laughs> so, yeah, those type, it's just funny things that are annoying at the moment. It, and But that's an everyday life with your partner, I
0: guess. It could be worse. <laughs> it could be worse. Um, if you were recommending your podcast, what episode would you send somebody to or say, like, this is an episode that if you listen to this one, you'll probably go and listen to all the rest. Well... Um, I have my favorites, but I think that people have loved
3: the um, uh an online dating episode that I did I think last year or or even two years ago mm-hmm. People really liked that episode, and I always love my love stories episodes just because it's hopeful I do at least one of those a, a year mm-hmm. just listen to different love stories and how people met and the things that they had to work to make their relationships work but but I think honestly the Mother's Day's one to me because this is the first time I've done something like this mm-hmm. and it really kind of like got to me because I don't know if it's because now I'm in my late 30s and I can relate more to like maybe wanting or not wanting to be a mother and how people and it just reminded me of my mother. My mother is gorgeous and
0: had to raise three kids by while being single and dating, you know. I feel like on the other side of 35, at least for me, and I'm only freshly in on <laughs> 35, but it's more you can see the story of things. Like, you get it more. Like, when you hear somebody's story, you're hearing things like, wow, you've been through that, but we're still living. And, you know, you're still going through the thing that whatever happened that was very dramatic at the time, but, like, it was one moment in time, and we're still here. You yeah.
3: Know? Yeah. So
0: you kind of feel it more <laughs>
3: uh, uh, also now i remember the episode of april was about consent which is very relevant right now and i felt that i had to do an episode on that because thinking of my dating lives uh, my dating days sometimes i like guys would do things that are that would not be appropriate right now and I didn't feel right, but you, I would think, like, well, whatever. You know, he's just a jerk. Or... But I, I felt that it was something that we needed to talk about. And I had, like, really good experts on sexual conduct on the show, and I thought that was a very good episode.
0: I'm going to have to check that out. I didn't see that. But that is a good thing to cover because I feel like we have a lot more language now that we didn't have, you know, then and kind of, like, that is weird or that is iffy like looking back on that maybe that wasn't right you know it's like maybe I could have said something or you know like I shouldn't have just said I won't be bothered with that person anymore or go out of my way to make sure I don't interact with that person (laughs) anymore
3: one of the stories it's about a girl that went to a hair salon and the guy that was doing her hair was like super hot Like, she was like, oh, my God, I can't even believe that this guy is looking at me. But then he became more and more aggressive, like harassing her. And she didn't do anything. She was just with a smile on her face. And I think that talks so much about so many women that go through these things that don't do anything because they don't know how and they're afraid. It really is, and and the, and she kept saying like, "He's so hot. Like you should be, you should be happy that he's even looking at you." You know, it's like I don't feel
0: that way. He's weird,
3: <laughs> you know. But, like but when you're in that situation, you really don't know
0: what how you're gonna react because Re- you never think it's gonna happen. Or like when something weird happens, you're like, "I would have never expected this." Like you always expect something else to happen to somebody else. Like I would have reacted a different way. But like something happens to you, and you're like. I wasn't expecting it. Like you know, you just never know where it's gonna come from. We listened to a podcast together, and it was say it one more time. You've said it like three times. The other other men need the help. other men other men need help. And I did like the episode you sent me. It was the latest episode, and I'm trying to think of where I listened to it's, it. It's a
3: bonus episode because he has one season that goes on the fall and the winter. And he's coming back again with another episode in September. But this episode talks about poster boys, the guys that we had on our wall when we were growing up. And how does dad uh, reflect the guys that you date now?
0: And he had a lot of really good stories. I like um, the graphic, but I like that it started with um, a mom and daughter. And to me, it reflected, and I'm like, some people... I don't know if they would care about, like, how it was. But I was just like, it shows that the mom talks to the daughter about that kind of stuff, and it's not a, like girl you can't have no relationship or you know stop talking about boys type of way but no like this is what I liked and you know this is who I like and these are you know the type of people because the girl like the little girl knew her mom's type and I was like how many people can say they know their mom's type and their mom didn't feel like or call them fast or you know anything to say yeah. it? but it's just like no these are the conversations we yeah. have and I was like it just makes it more open she's more open to have a conversation with her mom about something because it doesn't it's not an automatic rejection because she might like a boy or you know she likes something but it's just a conversation about what they like and so I was just like that's good parenting to me because that's a good relationship growing you know when you're a teenager you can still have these conversations not everything is a I'm your mom don't talk to me about that but like okay let's talk about this a little bit (laughs) like let's go a little bit deeper into this so I was just like it just sparked something that was just like I like that she cared about her relationship with her daughter enough to say let's talk about my childhood or things I might like or people Um, because stories throughout the whole episode (laughs) like uh, the one that ended i guess um for the main part of the story and the woman i was like i wonder how this is gonna end like how she just kept twisting like going in between with her parents and like the guys they liked and all like things i was like oh god (laughs) but now she's dating a nice black man now she's just like my and i was like what if her parents guided that like they both died but they were like we're gonna be in the in-between space We are gonna guide this good black man because that's all only, she's only gonna take him if he's good. So <laughs> we gotta guide. this. You thing. have to listen to the episode to know. It's really um, a really good episode, but I just liked how her voice tone. Um, I don't know, like it was kind of just you know monotone, like, uh. Uh-huh. and you know then she would drop something and be like, oh, okay, yeah, okay.
3: <laughs> it, it, it's exactly that, like very, very monotone, like very
0: neutral and calm. I kind of wonder how he picks his guests. It just felt like, you know, very natural. And she started like she gave a prompt or something, you know, to tell different stories. So I was just like, that was just kind of cool um, aspect. I was like, if I'm ever in town for one of those shows, I could see myself. Because yeah. the crowd really reacted, which meant that, you know, maybe her facial expressions or you know, other things probably yeah. went with it. So I was like, I kinda wish I could have saw that too, because of like the laughs and stuff like well you Yeah, know? she was good. Yeah. So um what made you start listening to that podcast? Or is that your friend and then he has a podcast or uh Mark is
3: a good friend from New York. Mm-hmm. And I just think he's very talented. And when he started this podcast, I'm like, oh, my God, that's how I want my podcast to sound. It's just it's very polished, very well produced. He's very thoughtful. He picks his stories very good. And it's. I think it's very good quality. That's why I listen to it. And also, in a way, it kind of relates to what I do because other men need help. It's um, kind of Mark finding what uh, masculinity is, because he's very masculine, but he's also a sensitive guy, and he's uh, half Puerto Rican. In our culture, like, if you're a man, you're a man. You have no feelings. You're, like, a man, you know? And he kind of talks about it, and he also talks about masculinity in dating and, and how to... Be a man, a real man in this age, you know. So, I I like that in a way. It kind of relates to love,
0: you know. It does. He just I don't. I get what you mean by the well produced and how he puts it together. I can tell like he took care with the episode. And you said that was just a bonus episode, so I'm gonna go back and try some of the you know regular episodes because I'm like it's good content. So I do yeah. appreciate
3: that. I, and I like podcasts. We. With good content. I like podcasts that when I stop listening to that episode, I feel that I've learned something. While also being entertained. Yeah,
0: it's like, oh, okay. You know, like, it's just at the end, like, okay, I, you know, it was good. You know, you feel like goodness or you want to share with somebody or or that kind of thing. Um, so let's see. Well, I'll put, of course, all of that in the episode notes, um, links to your podcast and to Mark's podcast. Is there any other podcasts you would want to share with people or want people to know about?
3: Well, I listen to modern love, but I think that the whole country listens to modern love. <laughs> and and again, it's because it's related to what I like and what drives my life. You know, I don't want to be cheesy, but in a way it is. I Love drives everyone's
0: life. I so. always bring up this episode. Did you listen to the episode with the um, tortoise and the woman? And the woman picks her um, tortoise over men? I can't remember. It's a few years ago, and I'll include it in the episode of no, just in case you guys want to. But it's an episode of Modern Love, and that's the one I always bring up to people. And I was like, because she chose an animal over men. The whole episode is where she was like, you know what? Why am I out here searching for men? Me and my little <laughs> turtle, we good. Why? You know what? We're good. <laughs> We're here. And I was just like, when you listen to the episode, how many women could say, you know, I... I decided it was actually me and this person at home that I, you know, like how some people feel about a cat or a dog or something like it's a tortoise. It's just, and (laughs) it's, I think that every episode, it just gets to you.
3: It's love in all of the ways that you can imagine, like friendship, romance, mother to father, daughter to mother. Have you started listening to This Is Love? Oh, I love this is love. <laughs> oh my god, I love this is love. Well, I also love um I love her. Her
0: voice is just like so soothing and just like peaceful. I I it and is perfect. It is perfect for the podcast. My favorite episode and how I started listening to This Is Love is um, she did a, an episode on Brenda Jackson, one of my favorite romance authors. That's a great and episode. so I was just like, um, I saw she was on a podcast. And I was like, oh, my God, one of my favorite authors on a podcast. And it's a really good podcast. So that means they put effort into it. And I'm excited. And then when I listened to the episode, I had cried during the episode because yeah. I'm just like, I, I'm really into black romance and I've been reading it since I was a teenager and I had somebody get me into it and put me on like Brenda Jackson and Francis Ray and like a few other like really good people. And I was just like, they really struggled, you know, to be able to get me the books that, like, changed my life. Like, I still, my cousins and me, we all still text about, you know, the people and, like, talk about the characters like they're people and things like that. And I was just like, they changed my life. And to do that, they were showing up at different conferences and saying, no, we're here. We're here. And we're ready. And we're here. And I was just like, I don't know. It was a different level. I appreciate them telling that story. Yeah, and I, it was that's great. That's what I thankful podcast exists to tell those type of stories because I felt like Brenda Jackson's story needed to be told and no one had told it up until that point and I'm like, I didn't even know that and I, you know, know her and I've read everything and I read all that and I was like, I did not know that part of the story so. I'm and and it's awesome that You need to go and listen to
3: this (laughs) episode of This Is Love because she tells how she started writing and it was kind of like by chance. And then she had the support of her husband. And I really, really enjoyed that.
0: Their relationship. I don't try to idolize some people, but I understand that they probably have, you know, different problems. But. He was just always so supportive in the way that he was supportive and she would like talk about and stuff like that. I was just like, for them to be an older couple, he could have been a lot more strict or like, what are you doing? Or Uh I don't like that stuff. And he was like, no, this is what I want my wife to do. Do you want to be happy? Because my wife is going to be happy. And I was just like, I love men that love women like that. And you know, that's a love story all on its own. Like, like she had a love story before, you know, she even started writing love stories and more she was writing stories that I would say were nasty enough that like people were like girl send me some more though like, You know, <laughs> go right down and send me some more and then you know that's how it kept getting spread and I'm like that just tells you like on a normal I just had a couple of thoughts and I wrote them down and your friend was like okay so when are you gonna have more time <laughs> <to> <laughs> down. tell your husband we need some time <laughs> like, and then she's done it she's done over 100 romance books um yeah she's awesome so, thank you for coming Thank you for Thank recording. Thank you for having me. This is our second try. So we made it into the studio <laughs> <laughs> recording this time. And I will link everything inside the episode notes, which you can find um, depending on your podcast app in the podcast app or on com backslash pod or a link in the menu. Don't forget that there is a form on the site if you would like to submit for a feature on the podcast or even on the website. And if you look in the menu of com, you'll see all types of things. Thank you for listening to another episode of Podcast and Color, the podcast. I really did enjoy this episode and making it. So I hope you liked it. I'll see you two weeks from when this episode was published, unless you're binging and you're about to start the next episode in a minute. Bye.